All right, on today's Triangle Sports Take, it is our 2023 football preview. We're going to talk a little college football. We're going to talk a little NFL. Uh, me and Mitchell are in studio today. Uh, Cody might be calling in. We're going to try and call him later. We'll see if he picks up or not. Um, and not only are me and Mitchell both in studio, but we actually have uh, not one, but two guests. We have a uh, friend of the program, guy who's been on the show quite a few times, Zach Moran. Happy to be here, Carson. I would also like to mention I've been Zach of the Year undefeated. <laughs> I think you lost last year, but you won the year before. I did lose last year because of the zebra. You're, you're the 2021 Zach of the Year. It could be 2023. We'll see how things go right. this year. Uh, yes, Zach is joining us. He is our college football analyst. Uh, we also have a new member of the show uh, today. It is our NFL analyst, Mr. Grayson Owens. Thank you for joining us, Grayson. No, thank you. Thank you. I uh, actually have not lost any competitions on this show yet. For the record, I have not lost anything. Uh, yes, football expert. Yes, but more than anything else, I am a fantasy football guru. I'm the best there ever is in fantasy football. And I just want to let that be known. I also want to put on a record. He lost our league two years ago. I had to wear a Ooh. dress. Ooh. Ooh. A dress? That did happen, but that was, <laughs> you know, you, you, you can't plan around injuries. Okay. And that's just a fact. We, we might have to uh, see a picture of this dress. Oh, um, gotcha. Maybe I before rocked the end it. of the episode. Oh, yeah, I know Zach's got it somewhere. That's why I lost Zach of the year was, you know, injuries. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> Uh, anyways, so we're going to talk a little college football. Uh, I'll kick us off. We're going to just kind of talk about uh, our local teams. Then I know we'll talk about Zach and Grayson's teams a little bit, and maybe the big picture of college football coming up this year. Um, I won't say a ton about Carolina. Uh, the main thing to know is Drake May is back. That's really the extent of what I know about this season. Uh, he was definitely one of the top, I'd say top 10, maybe even top five quarterbacks in the country last year. So definitely good to have him back. I uh, feel confident about the offense as long as he's back there. Defense, I really have no idea how the defense is going to be. Um, we'll see how that goes. I'll probably determine what kind of season they have. Um, open up the season against South Carolina and Charlotte in the Panthers Stadium. That, that's going to be a big-time game. There's, there's a chance I may be going to that game. Not sure yet. Um, I really feel like the way that game goes can really dictate how the season goes because their first three games are uh, South Carolina, App State, Minnesota. Those are all games that like I could see all of them going one way or the other. They could win all of them. They could lose all of them. They could uh, win one or two. So I really feel like if they can beat South Carolina and open up the year, they're going to have a lot of confidence going forward. If they lose, they're going to be like, oh, crap, are we going to – um, kind of go downhill a little bit. So I really feel like the opener is a, a huge uh, indication on how the season is going to go for them. So a little bit nervous about that one, just a couple weeks away. Uh, that's pretty much all I've got as far as info I want to go over on Carolina. Uh, Mitchell, is there anything you want to kind of give any thoughts on Duke or anything? Yeah, I'll give a little, good old, little preview of the season. So coming off a of a first-year new coach last season, uh, Mike Elko, coming out of Texas A&M. Should be a good second season for him. Um, had nine wins last year, and I would say that Duke's looking probably at a similar, hopefully similar uh, overall record this coming year, although they have got do have kind of a difficult run in the middle of the season schedule. They've got uh, four tough games. They play NC State, Notre Dame, Louisville, and Florida State. So defensive-minded coach, so look for – a strong defensive team um, as far as offense goes. I think the 
the running backs are going to carry a lot of the load on offense, which is good to see for Duke because in the years past, especially Cutcliffe, it was more of a pass-heavy attack, so nice to, to see that. But also to note that the um, offensive line is looking pretty strong this year coming off a, um, a, I believe, least sacks allowed in the ACC last season. So that's uh, good to know as well. But we'll see how it goes. I would probably project, I'm thinking probably, I'm going to go eight wins this season for the Blue Devils. I think with that four-game schedule, it's going to be a little tougher. I think they can do it, but definitely making a bowl game, probably eight wins. We'll see what happens. Your note, what you just said, is exactly what I have in my note. I think you both are just couldn't get any more wrong. <laughs> also, not I think Duke is the amount of Duke's returning stars is astronomical. You get eight of your starting defensive players back from last year, those are veteran guys. They know what's going on. They've seen the limelight. They're going to have a good season this year. So I forgot to give a prediction on Carolina's season. For for those longtime listeners, you may remember two years ago, Carolina had a lot of hype, and I said, you know what? I think I'm predicting to go like 10 and 2, something like that. That was the year they went 6 and 7 and were absolutely terrible. <laughs> so last year I said, you know what? I think Carolina's going to be terrible this year. They're going to go 4 and 8, and Carolina had a pretty solid 9 win season last year. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to keep giving giving uh, bad predictions here and hope that the reverse jinx will continue to happen. I'm going to say Carolina goes three and nine this year. Terrible, <laughs> terrible okay. season. Three and nine, five thousand yards passing. Three, yeah, three, <laughs> and nine, three and nine. But Drake May wins the Heisman. I also do have Drake May for over five thousand yards. I do. I have over five thousand yards for sure. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he's a Heisman one, but he is very good. Uh, yeah, no, Duke. Uh, the reason they were good last year is because they didn't play anybody good. Uh, they they both never had to play Clemson or Florida State. This year they had to play Clemson. And Florida State. Those are two losses just right off the rip. I mean, it's a much harder schedule. They're, they're never, I mean, they're not, a, they're a basketball school, so they're not They're not going to be good. Okay, who else is going to be Duke? Who else is going to be Duke? You yeah. want to go through the whole schedule from my brain right now? Yeah, from, from, from off the top of your head, who's going to be Duke other than Florida State and Clemson? Florida State, Clemson, Pitt. UNC, NC okay, State. You're a Pitt, you're a Pitt guy. Uh, well, Pitt's just, Pitt's, we just, we just Pitt's the just, fifth best team in this league. We established UNC is only winning two games. Three. Three games. Well, okay. well, one of them. well, Duke will be one. <laughs> <laughs> now, UNC will go about as far as their defense will let them. Uh, I agree. UNC has just historically the worst defense in all of NCAA, <laughs> and I don't see that changing. If they if they had a mediocre defense, they would be in contention every single year for the for the college football playoff. But they give up 90 points a game. So, like, what do like they have zero chance, and I think they said they, they lost like their good defensive players too. Like I, I I don't see which. How do you how do you have any good defensive players when you get those well, points? They didn't have a lot last yeah. year. I will so, say, they had a few defensive transfers as well. I will mm-hmm. say that just looking at Duke's schedule, their schedule is pretty brutal. It's brutal. It's, they have a tough yeah. schedule. No, no, no. That's and I made that prediction without analyzing the schedule too closely, but it is definitely looking not great. They start the season off with Clemson, so that's obviously a. Hard way to start. Is that the opening game or just one of their other ones? Looks like the opening game because that's on oh, September fourth. So yeah, they've got Clemson and then Lafayette and then Northwestern, UConn, Notre Dame, NC State, Florida State, Louisville, Wake Forest, UNC, Virginia, and Pitt. So I mean, that's just, just very hard. Yeah, I mean, Virginia, be Virginia because Virginia is the worst team in the whole. Lafayette should be a win. Uh, 
I mean, even games like Northwestern, that's going to be tough. I mean, you know. Louisville's overrated. Louisville is very good, for the record. Overrated. <laughs> so, we, we've talked Carolina, we've talked Duke. I'm going to call Cody real quick and just see if he has a quick thought he wants to give on NC State. Uh, but before I do that, real quick, do we think Cody's going to answer or no? Zach, do you think he's going to answer? Uh, I believe so. Yes, Mitchell? I think he's going to answer, and I think he's going to be doing something like cooking dinner, <laughs> taking the dogs out, and there's going to be a lot of background noise. Okay, very specific <laughs> prediction, but I can see so, it. Zero chance, seeing as he has not answered text messages to a clock. Seriously? Yeah, text him this afternoon. He's not there's that. no way he's doing that. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with what Mitchell says. I think he's going to answer. There's going to be a lot of background noise. He's going to be like, hey, I only have a minute. But we'll uh, we'll give him a quick call here. Let's see what happens. I like to imagine he's at the phone waiting for your phone call. <laughs> he could be. We don't know. Okay, there's two rings. Suspense. Three rings. Mm. It's great podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we do it over here. Four rings. I don't know, I'm getting a little you nervous. Oh, 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 he said, I can't jump on right now. If I get freed up, I'll call. Okay, I'll, I'll text him back real quick. Fair enough. And now all listeners are, are understanding why I'm never wrong. So, <laughs> you just listen to anything I say, especially when it comes to fantasy football. Uh, you, you, you will win your league, and then you can Venmo me some money because I, I probably deserve half those proceeds. Is this billable hours for you? It is. It's billable yeah. hours. <laughs> so... The thing I'll say about NC State, I think they have that transfer QB from Virginia. Last name Armstrong is kind of good. That's about all I know. Um, so, yeah, we'll see how they do. Um, so, we talked about the local teams as much as we could. When I, we, we know that Zach is a big-time Georgia fan. He has really enjoyed college football these last couple of years. Uh, Grayson's wearing his Ohio State shirt over here. So. Who, the, who, who wants to who wants to go first, Zach or Grayson? Uh, Ohio State, I have a few things. A, this is the year for Coach Day. Okay. And that is that is the this is his year to either solidify himself as the Ohio State quarterback, and I do mean the Ohio State quarterback, or he is going to be on the hot seat by the end of this year. Because he is not – there's there's a few things about Ohio State. You're talking Coach Day? Coach Day. You, you said quarterback. No, 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 I didn't say quarterback. I said quarterback. We're going to take that. Yeah, yeah, you did say quarterback. But I knew what you meant, so I wasn't going to interrupt. Run the tape back. <laughs> All right, continue, continue, continue. Well, I don't know where I was now. Okay, okay. What's, what's, what's the biggest challenge this year? Beating Michigan. No, that's not the biggest challenge at all. Okay, okay. so here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Zachary. Marin. Uh-huh. Ohio State is built to win championships. Michigan is built to do their only thing they want to do, and that's beat Ohio State. Okay. Ohio State, we don't care if we beat like if Michigan beats Ohio State, they don't care. They can lose the rest of their games and they can get blown up by 80 in the cultural plans that they have the past two years. They don't care. Ohio State, we beat Michigan, it's a regular day. We go to the college football playoff, we lose. We don't even remember that we beat Michigan because we don't care. We we do beat Michigan more often times than not, yes. Okay. But, and I want to preface this, their Super Bowl, their national championship is, is against us every single year. And they always show up, and they build their team around that. What is Ohio State's weakness? We're soft. I'm soft. That's why I like Ohio State. Ohio State's <laughs> soft. We are... 
just built around being soft, quick, and very athletic. They are trenches. I'm going to smash you in the mouth, run the football a million times because we have no quarterback, and then throw it. And apparently Ohio State just doesn't have any safeties. So I have something fun for you here. Okay. All right, fun stat. Ohio State is 22-0 and zero against everybody in the Big Ten. Okay. Except Michigan. Okay. So Wait, what do you why mean? do you think Michigan is not a problem? Why do I think Michigan is not a problem? Because their coach gets a three-game suspension and self-imposed. Well, they cheat. I mean, apparently that does happen. I mean, it's, the proof is in the pudding. If you suspend yourself, you admit to cheating. It's like, it's like pleading guilty in court. Like, okay, yeah, like, you cheated. He cheated. That's just, uh, I was going to say scumbags being scumbags, but I can't say scumbags on this on this podcast, so. It's just, you know, he's, he's a POS, if you will, and it's just, you know, the bottom, the bottom of the earth people go to Michigan, and that's just what happens. But either way, uh, Ohio State's biggest question is the quarterback. We don't care about Michigan. We we want to win. The, we don't. We, we want to win the national championship. We'll beat Michigan. Yes, okay, but it's not going to be our national championship. Quarterback. First off, who is the quarterback? The, the, I think they they, did, they won't tell us. I think they named it like today. No, they didn't name. No. They're still like all over there. They're like they, at first they hinted towards McCord, which he's five star, and then they were like, no, it's going to be the other guy, Brown. I don't, know, I don't know his first name, but Brown. Um, Do you care who's passing that ball, like paying off that ball to your running back threat duo back there, though? Well, Ohio State's very pass, very pass happy. That's Big Ten is, yeah. Yeah, it, well, yeah, except for sure because they don't have a quarterback. <laughs> but we, I mean. I think we gotta have you gotta have a good quarterback. I mean, we lost CJ Stroud. You gotta have a good quarterback, and I think I don't know who it's gonna be. The fact that we don't know and we're oh, two weeks away, it's not great. <laughs> is that bad or is that really good? Maybe, no, it's maybe real bad. Maybe they're both so good that you just can't make a choice. Yeah, it's never good when you're when you you get a five star quarterback and then you think he's gonna be your starter and then halfway through. <laughs> The tra- of the whole, you know, whatever training camp for them is. And then you're like, I don't know who the quarterback is. Yeah, that's fair. Because that means the, f- the five-star has got to be doing something wrong. Because even if they were tied, you go with your five-star quarterback. Because that's who you, that's who you, that's who you picked. That's, that's who you got. Or this Brown guy is just great. And uh, I don't foresee that happening because he doesn't look very athletic. Big Ten, it's all about the running. Okay, the, the every single there's so I, I wrote this down because that's how crazy these running backs are. All right, so Ohio State's got Henderson and, and Myon Williams. Those two are the best two running backs in pretty much any other conference you go to. Then you got the team up north. I refuse to say their name, even though I've said it a million times. Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards. The team doesn't matter to you. The team that the team that I mean they're. And we got, we got to beat them to go to the playoff, probably, but not our Super Bowl. Their Super Bowl. Um, if you put them on any other in, in any conference, they're the best two running backs. Penn State, um, what, who's their guy? Singleton and uh, Trey Son. Trey Son. Put them anywhere, they're the best two running backs. And they, they, you literally, there's six Heisman candidates from three teams in the Big Ten. I mean, and all of them split the carries. So, I mean, they all have a chance. And then Ohio State has the best player in the NCAA. And that's no question about it. 
and we all know who that is. Martin Harris. Junior. <laughs> and he is, I'm going to spoil it right now, he's my Heisman pick this year. Okay. He's, he is going to be the Heisman Trophy winner. First one of wide receiver, I think in... Wait, who was the uh, who was the guy that wanted? Um, I can't even think of a receiver that's won the Heisman. It's, I'm it's sure been, it's I think it's been, yeah, it's happened, but I think it's been like fifteen years. Oh, uh, uh, he plays for the Eagles now, Alabama. Oh, uh, what's his You're name? right, Devontae. Yeah, Devontae little, little guy. Devontae Adams, but yeah, yeah, it was fifteen years. Yeah, he's, he's that's right. Yeah. That's right. I forgot about that. He's me. Maybe he's a little, <laughs> but way more athletic and fast. Just gonna uh, go Big Ten. Yeah, I'm just going Big Ten. Okay. Big Ten's got three good teams. And I see, here's the issue with the Big Ten this year. The Big Ten is the best top-heavy, I'll, I'll say top-heavy conference in the NCAA this year. They have three of the top five teams in my opinion. Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State. Those top three might kill each other to where none of them get into the playoff. I think Ohio State is going to beat Michigan. Penn State is going to beat Ohio State. And Mich- Wait. They're all going to beat each other. I, I got myself mixed up there. Somehow, because they all three play each other, they're going to beat each other. They're all going to have their one loss. And then one of them is going to get to the championship against the the West, which is... Ohio State West is the, is the might be worse than the ACC. Like, and they have literally Wisconsin. So the, Wisconsin has the, has the ticket... To the old Big Ten is the best defense in the Big Ten. They are they allowed an average of four point eight two yards per game last year. I mean, per game per run. Yeah. Per run? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I think we put up like thirty points on them, so I guess their pass game wasn't very good. <laughs> four point eight two yards per game would be insane. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> the fact that they like were like eight per play. Yeah, my bad. Per play. Yeah, but uh, so Wisconsin is going to be in the basic championship against one of those three teams, and if Wisconsin gets one of those three teams like on a bad day, I mean you never know. And then none of the three get to the get to the, the top four because they just beat each other up. I can foresee that happening. Um, uh, what else do I have here? Uh, Penn State. Okay, a few things about Penn State. One, whiteout at Penn State is so. Electric, it's insane. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's got to be the best. It's got to be the best atmosphere in college football. Like a, a, a whiteout at Penn State is probably like, I want to be there. Like I, I, I might give up like an Ohio State game. It's like a sorry team to be at that Penn State game. Uh, number two point on Penn State. I don't like their head coach. Um, also, very ironic that they call him the head coach because how big his head is. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, this guy has the huge head. Tell him about, what's his the name? The bald guy. James Franklin. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and he's bald. So it makes yeah. him... And he's too bald. Like, he shaves it, like, before every game. That's incredible. I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of their, um, their, their head coach. So, Zach, we'll let you take the floor with, uh, with Georgia. If you want to brag about them a little bit, you're certainly in position to do that as they're looking for a three-peat this year. But uh, take it away. It's never been done before. Um, we'll see. You know, I want to address kind of the, the, the weaknesses first or the, the unknowns. Uh, so obviously no Stetson Bennett, you know, no surprise. We're losing a lot of people on defense that we had last year, but that's that's kind of standard for Georgia. 
I'm not very concerned about our defense. We're structured a little bit differently. Me and Grayson talked about that on the right over here. Georgia's defense is going to be faster than we've seen before. We don't have Jalen Carter. We don't have a big boy in the middle, but we're going to have better pass rushing around the outside. We're they're going to be more quicker. We're going to be a little more agile. Disgusting. They're going to be. They're going to be so fast. So we have Carson back as QB, which honestly, he's an ugly dude. He's not a good-looking guy. I agree. But I think he has more raw talent than Stetson. So, so speaking of him real quick, and speaking of him being an ugly guy, I saw a tweet the other day with a picture of him, and it said he looked like an AI-generated uh, <laughs> person or whatever. That's, that's oh, yeah, funny. no, yeah. He's, he's yeah. Like, I thought that was pretty funny. You know, I don't care what he looks like. So I think he has more raw talent than Stetson Bennett. The reason I think we might lack a little bit is because Stetson Bennett, the play was never over with Stetson Bennett. He could fall forward and add another three yards. He could scramble. Carson Beck can't run. I think Carson Beck has better playmaking ability in the pocket, but not outside of the pocket. So it's really going to be up to our offensive line and the new system that we have. Um, new offensive coordinator, former offensive coordinator, Mike Bobo, has returned from Colorado State. He's going to be implementing the system back again. I think Carson Beck's going to do very well in it because it's a great, it's, you know, it's a fairly, fairly good system. Uh, we're going to focus a lot on passing. We have some depth in running back, but not as much as we had in years prior. You know, we got Robinson and Milton, two great guys, but it's not, it's not your. It's you not know, Big Ten. It's not Big Ten running back. <laughs> it's, no, it's, it's just a fact. You don't have the, you don't have the Big Ten running back. It's not, it's not like you know, back in the Todd Gurley days. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? It's not Sony Michelle. It's, 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 it's nothing like that. But we have a few good transfers, including uh, Dominic Lovett. Um, I think he's going to be a starter this year for us. Of course, you have Lad McConkey, you know, little little white guy running across the field, and you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Brock Bowers. No, the goat. I mean, the best tight end to play football in a very long time. Generational talent. Well, to play college football in a very long time, yeah. And I think he's going to be equally as good as the NFL. I'm drafting him next year, hands down. He's a come-up creamy junior. I expect him to go. But behind him, we have Lawrence Lucky. First off, heck of a name. Great. Thank you. I, if you didn't mention it, I have That's one of the greatest names in the world. One more time. Lawrence Lucky. Double L. Yes. Lawrence he, Lucky. He's expected to play complimentary to block to Brock Bowers. So I'm very interested to see how that goes. I think you're going to see Georgia a lot more pass-heavy than they have been in previous years, but still have that running factor. It's really going to go down to the foundation, offensive line, defensive line. How are they going to adjust with the changes this upcoming year? Yeah, no, I'm just going to butt in here. Georgia, I mean, the easiest walk in the world. The schedule's favorable. To the college <laughs> The schedule play. is extremely They play, like... Literally Campbell. <laughs> they, they play William Peace University. Doesn't even have a football team. Like they have the easiest walk in the world to the the playoff, which it's is a which is schedule. I think Vanderbilt's yeah. still gonna be able to run for our money. Yeah. <laughs> well, they did last year. I don't know. No, but Missouri. No, yeah. Well, so so uh, fun story for for the pod last year. Um, Zach, me and Zach were hanging out when they were uh, Georgia was playing Missouri. And we were uh, out at a bar. We were out at a bar, and Zach was throwing an absolute fit. Uh, I he, he literally <laughs> made us leave the bar because Georgia was like tied with Missouri in like the third quarter. I had to go home and sit in peace. And <laughs> <laughs> he was, I, I understand that. He was throwing a fit. Yeah. I was like, dude, they're not going to lose to Missouri, right? <laughs> I mean, you, you guys did have a few scares last year, which yeah. was weird, but not this year. Mitchell was with me whenever uh, George beat Ohio State. 
Mitchell, um, you know, famous friend of the podcast. I won't, I, won't ex- I won't expose all of what Mitchell did, but it was a hoot and a holler. Yeah, it was wild, that's for sure. It's okay, I mean, yeah, I mean, I was, I love, uh, that was New Year's Eve, right? So, was, yeah, there were every I love, I love winning, losing games off, you know, shanked field goals, too. I, I get it. Get a better kicker. Yeah, so. we do need a better kicker. Like, four eyes, you just got by, cut by like eight he did. He did, yeah. This he guy, did. The, yeah, he was like one of the great kickers. You got him in blanket, like, you. You sung my blanket oh, ship. Yeah, dude. Yeah, but... Uh, it's automatic in college. Yeah, automatic in college. Apparently, can't kick over 30 yards. <laughs> <laughs> and that's never a good thing when the extra point in the NFL is 33. Hey, so, uh, too, much, too much Waffle House to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we, um, and maybe maybe his, his spec racks got, like, fogged up or something. And, and, but either way, uh, yeah, no. Okay. no we need a better kicker. I'll save my conference preview for my segment, for one of my segments I'll do later on. Okay. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll kind of start wrapping up the college football talk here. Just a few quick things before we do. Um, I did see this the other day, which I thought was interesting. It was saying how it was saying cherish this uh, college football season because it's the end of an era for a few reasons. Uh, one thing they listed was last time Texas and Oklahoma were both in the Big Twelve, the Pac twelve basically just disbanding and being gone. That's uh, last season of that. Uh, last season of the fourteen playoff, I kind of forgot that that was which is great season. for the record. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that too. Uh, and then this was probably gonna hit, really hit home with you, Zach. Last season of the SEC on CBS. No, mm. no, no more of that theme music. I love hearing that. Mm. Uh, because they take a commercial break every three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, the you SEC game should you be don't two think and a half hours, hours three max. CBS makes them four. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> but since we're talking about college football. This will be quick. I want to go ahead and finish on the college football segment here. Sure. I did it last year. I was accurate last year with the Kansas State pick. These are kind of some hot takes here. I'm going to go with the beast and the least of each Power 5 conference. Time out. I, I also I want, to, I want to just backtrack here. You said you were right about Kansas State last year. I said they're going to win the conference. And that was your, be- that was your, that was your beast? Yes. Of that one? Yeah, yeah. So, so the, okay. beast, the beast is not who's going to win. It's the most improved, and the least is going to be the least improved or least impressive of a conference. Oh, one. Okay, so you got one right out of ten. That's a fair disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> got them all right. Got them all right. All right. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna probably guess one right too. Here we go. Go ahead. All right. So out of the SEC, as we're talking about it, I believe UGA is going to win the conference again. But I want to say the beast is LSU, man. LSU's looking mean. It's Brian Kelly's second year as head coach. They got a good quarterback, a great line, and a mean defense. They talk about DBU. That's LSU this year. I think they might win out of the West. I think they might beat Bama. Um, and my least, I'm going to go one Florida. Of course, don't like Florida. No nice. secret there. Um, because their Super Bowl is like playing Georgia. I'll, 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 I'll take your Michigan State line. It's Michigan, um, not Michigan State. I'll make it Michigan. You know, they weren't good last year. I don't see very much improvement this year. But South Carolina, I mean, come on now. It's just South Carolina. Should they, should they be in the SEC? Eh, I don't know. Probably won't be in a little bit. We'll see what the conference thing goes. Um, I'll skip over to ACC. So, winner of the conference, I think, is going to be Clemson. So, Wait, hold on. Time out. Can we, can we go conference by conference, though? Yes. No, I'm going to ACC. Wait, no. Can I get, can I get a say? Sure. Thank you. I mean, <laughs> I, I didn't know. Yeah, go for it. I didn't know this was like a one-man show. I, I didn't know this was a one-man podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Beast and least of SEC. Here we go. Beast... I'm going LSU. It's, I guess. it's not LSU you're wrong. Yeah, yeah it's got to be LSU. I think LSU has a real chance of actually winning the SEC this year. Uh, it's going to be Georgia's only game in the SEC championship. <laughs> I mean, it's a fact. And then the least, I'm going to go with Tennessee. Just For sake of time, we're at 30 minutes. I'm going to skip over to ACC. 
If you're, if you're cool with that, Grace. Uh, yes, I actually have I have many takes on the ACs. Okay, the Beast. I'm tied between Florida State with their lockdown D. they got a lot of good transfers coming in. Those cornerbacks mm-hmm. are going to be insane. And UNC. I think UNC has the highest winner. I think they're passing mm-hmm. over 5,000 yards. It's going to be up to the defense of the ACC to be able to stop that. As least, um, I mean Virginia, obviously. Obviously. Too. But, I said it earlier in the podcast, Louisville, overrated. <laughs> you know, last time they won 10 games, they weren't even the ACC. They were in the American Conference. Um, I think they're still riding the high of Lamar Jackson, and they have an easy schedule. If they have anything this season, it's going to be their easy schedule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I have my first disclaimer about the ACC is I love how they don't do divisions anymore. Big Ten doing the East and West division, so annoying. The ACC, they do the two best teams are going to play each other in the championship. I love how they do that. I agree okay. with that, too, because don't mean to jump in. No, please, no. It used please to be do. every – Duke only played NC State in football every other year because they were in the opposite division. But now it's looking like Duke and NC State get to play every year, which is nice, you know, a little hometown rivalry. So. It's it. Yeah, yeah, And, like, the two best teams are going to play in the championship. Like, 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 this year in the Big Ten, like, the two best teams are going to be playing the Big Ten championship. Yeah. It's going to be either Ohio State, Michigan, or Penn State, and then Wisconsin. Like, Wisconsin is not one of the two best teams. They just happen to be in the easy conference. So that was disclaimer number one. Number two, this is my sleeper. Miami, 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 the beast. They are going to be good this year. Okay? Are they going to win the ACC? No. No. Florida State is going to win the ACC. Okay. Clemson, a few disclaimers about Clemson. I hate Dabo Sweeney. I agree with that. I don't like him. I I don't like him. Never like him. I hate Dabo Sweeney. Cry baby Dabo. Uh, the <laughs> defensive coordinator, I would I would rather watch paint dry than watch that dude on the sideline in a squat position watching <laughs> like he always does with his little purple hat on or whatever. Can't stand that dude. I'm all out on Clemson. I think they lose a lot of games this year. Everybody's all over them. I'm all off of them. Okay. Uh, they are my least. Well done. <clears throat> Uh, Big Ten, I think Ohio State's going to win the conference, but my beast is actually Wisconsin. They got a lot of returns. They got a great defense, and they have a pretty good running back. Um, and my least is going to be Nebraska. Nebraska, terrible defense. I mean, what you got Matt Rule heading up. Matt Rule did a good job at Baylor. I mean, atrocious for the Panthers. How do you – I mean, like, the only coach that's done a good job going NFL and going back to college is Nick Saban. I don't think Nebraska's the next Alabama. I'll say it. I'm with you. I'm with you there. Um, Beast, Big Ten, I got to go with Wisconsin. I just think they're going to be pretty good this year. I would, I, would go, I would go one of the top three because they're obviously the best. We're not saying the best. Please explain the Beast, Zachary, so everybody knows I'm not the saying The Beast is going to be the most improved, the most surprising out of the season. Surprising? Wisconsin. Wisconsin is going to surprise people. I think, they, I think they beat one of the top three this year. Yeah, at some point. I think okay. they beat Penn State. I think they could be. I think they, they could they be. play. I don't know if they play. Uh, I <laughs> think they do. I think that's one of the crossovers between the okay. East and the West, which is it's sort of the most confusing thing in the world. Either way, uh, and then the least. This this is uh, I, I struggled this for a while. Okay, the least. It's just got to be Michigan. Let me tell you. No, 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 no bias. Let me, no bias. No bias. No bias. No bias. No bias. No bias. He said earlier he didn't care about Michigan. Yeah, yeah. I don't care about Michigan. I don't care about the team up north. I don't care to say their name even, actually. But their quarterback stinks. Okay? That guy, literally, if you put him in a big where he has to come back, 
Like, if they're not running the ball a million times, he's just going to throw two pick sixes, like in a TCU <laughs> game. Uh, no, and then, yes, he did. He had a good game against Ohio State last, last year, but that's because we literally didn't have anybody on defense know what we're doing. But either way, uh, they're probably going to lose at, at least Michigan loses 13 games this year. Yeah. <laughs> and that's no bias. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Big 12, uh, Beast. I mean, Texas. I think Texas is going to be good. I think we're going to be surprised at how good they are. Arch Manning, you know, new era of the Mannings. That's yet to be seen, you know, when you're in mm-hmm. private school throwing to people who transfer just to catch balls from you. Mm-hmm. That's one story. We'll see how he does. But still, he's a man. How bad can he be? So it's uh, terrible. I, I was, I was, I was this year, So right? he is. I, I couldn't remember if he was registering this year or not. Is he playing this year? Yeah, I think he enrolled early, so he's going to play the chess. So he's going to. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So you think before think. just. I'm not super. I'm not 100 percent confident. So your your beast is potential. Yeah, there are potential. Well, beasts. Texas is still gonna be good. Okay, I agree. Um, um, my lease is West Virginia. I mean, West. I mean, come on now, it's West Virginia. Mount Mama. Um, yeah. Okay. Take me home. The best center in college football, possibly. Country road. Congratulations on your center, guys. Build a team around it. I dare you. That's my Big Ten. Okay. That's uh, not your Big Ten. It's your Big Twelve. Big, I'm at the Big Twelve. Yeah. All right, from my Big 12, I do not care because none of them are making the playoff. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, all right. All right, so speaking of teams making the playoff, we're going to the Pac-12. There we go. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. USC, I mean, come on. I mean, you know, we know they're going to be good. Once again, I think we'll be surprised at how good they are. I have them being in the top four. I don't think Caleb Williams wins the Heisman. I don't think he wins the Heisman either. I don't think he wins it because they, they are going to try to find reasons why not to give it to him because they gave it to him. That's just a fact. They always do. They're going to be great. Um, in my least, I'm going to say Oregon. You know, Oregon averaged, what it was, I was going to say, 34.8 points per game last year. That's awesome. Um, they have a new line, and that's the issue. Bo Nix is their quarterback. I've seen Bo Nix. <laughs> I've seen Bo Nix, stupid little Bo Nix. No, I'm, I respect Bo Nix. You no, know. you don't. I know I don't. When he gets put on his butt, oh, thank you. When he gets put on his butt, he's gonna make interceptions. He's gonna he's gonna miss plays. He gets in his head about it. With that new line, I just don't think they're gonna protect him the way they need to. So he's Derek Carr of the college football. Because Derek, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean Derek Carr. You put a you, you sack him once, and the dude goes into fetal position and, <laughs> and just goes straight into his little turtle cave. And yeah, no. I mean, we even called him out on it, and then he cried. I think mean, he literally cried on the game against the Chargers. So. I was talking to a guy who went to Auburn. I was like, Miss Bo Nix. He said, uh, heck no. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What did he say? He said, heck no. Oh, no, he did not. Not verbatim, but he said something along those lines. Oh. So that's my beast in the least of Pac-12. Okay, Pac-12 beast, obviously Utah. Look, Utah, they, look, Utah they're, su- they're supposed to be good this year, and they're still going to surprise people. I think... They threaten the top four. If one of the Big Ten teams does not get in, if they beat each other up, like I think they might because they're the best conference in the, in the college football this year. At the top. The bottom, they might be the worst because, gosh darn, Northwestern all them are just terrible. But either way, top three could beat each other up. Um, I think Utah could, could slip in there. Okay. okay. Least, I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're just supposed to be good. They're not. You, you throw you throw anybody. You give me any Derek Carr analogy. I'm just I'm, I'm right there with you because I mean you gave yourself that. Analogy. You know what? You kind of like Derek Carr, Carson. What do you think? Do I? I don't take that as a compliment. Though. No, <laughs> I mean I don't think he's a bad looking guy. He's no, I mean he's a good looking guy. You kind of like Jimmy Garoppolo, Carson. 
question. No! That I take as a compliment. <laughs> okay, okay well, I'll get into this later. Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to stink this year. We'll go ahead and wrap up college. And I got then... one more thing, Carson. Carson's team, I have Mitchell's team, I have yep. Cody's team. We need this. As fast food chains. Oh, I have yeah, reasons yeah, yeah, yeah. for why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told you you're going to love this one. Everybody, everybody, everybody stay tuned because I got, I got fantasy football coming up, all right? All right, who, who wants to go first? Uh, we'll start with the, the guys not here. We'll start with Cody with NC State. All right, NC, okay. State. NC State. I got NC State. So they have no more Devin Leary, right? Mm-hmm. But they have a really old quarterback. An old guy is like, I don't know, he's like our age. That played pretty well for Georgia. <laughs> That's a bit of his old, I'll admit it. Um, but, you know, NC State, they're consistent. They're not going to be the best. Um, even though this fast food chain, I would argue, is the best. But the they're, very, they're very consistent. You know what you're getting every single year with NC State. Therefore, NC State is Chick-fil-A. Oh, okay. I disagree completely. Let me tell you my NC State. Okay? <laughs> so I'll pick them more as like a... Yeah, like a Burger King. I was gonna say cookout, but I, I'm no, maybe no. I say I say for me it's the consistency. I say Bojangles for chicken. They don't innovate. So so hear me out here. NC State is Bojangles. Hey. Let me tell you. Let me tell you why NC State is Bojangles. There you go. When you're eating Bojangles, you are having the time of your life. Like <laughs> during like during like the game, like you're NC State fan. You're watching the game. Like dang, I'm up twenty or whatever. I'm up twenty one. Like we're, we're having a great time. You're eating that. Later that night, yeah. come second yeah. half, you're gonna be t- you're tore up. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> you are tore up. You were talking about for that. Like, <laughs> like no, that spicy bojangles. You get yeah. any of that? Like, you're an NC State fan. You're so happy. You're so happy. You're so happy, and then you just regret the whole rest of your life. <laughs> that is NC State. All right. I'm gonna go Duke now. I'll save UNC for last for Carson. So Duke, a lot of people don't like him. Straight up. Mitchell, will you, do you agree? Yeah, no, that's true. A lot of people don't like them. I hate Christian Leitner. A lot of people don't like Arby's. I like Arby's. Do you like Arby's, Mitchell? I'll eat Arby's every now and then. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Duke is Arby's. They have a lot of innovation coming through, but they still need a lot of innovation to be up there with the top contenders mm-hmm. of the fast food chain. They had a lot of returning starters. They had a good online, and Mike Elko is the way to take them to the future. Like Arby's CEO is doing all this innovation, they're also going to do that at Duke. But they need to do a lot, and they need to do a lot well. Um, they can't. They can't uh, yes, I do have a Duke one as well. Yes. Uh, Duke is McDonald's, okay? It's it's kind of like a cockroach. It's always there. Nobody really cares about them. McDonald's. Uh, <laughs> it's just like some yeah some people like it but like some people are just like it's always there like no matter where you go like everybody's like okay Duke like Duke's around everywhere right McDonald's is everywhere uh, but they just stink so does McDonald's I mean they stink their fries are like average that's their basketball team it's good good right but everything else in their menu football all that you stink I mean that's long, that's that that's just the that's the Duke Blue Devils. I really like McDonald's. I like Arby's. Do you like their fries? I do like them. That's their basketball team. Okay. Do you like, do you like the McRib? No. That's their football hey, team. Hey, the McRib is back this year. Though. <laughs> uh, UNC, Carson, do you have any guesses of what I'm going to call UNC here? Uh, let's see. So you said Chick-fil-A for State. You said Arby's, Arby's, for, Arby's for Duke. I'm going to... Guess that you're gonna say Zaxby's for okay. Ooh, indescribably good? No chance, bro. So, <laughs> what fast food chain? You know, a little pull in the audience here. What fast food chain has historically been eh? They historically been okay. A lot of them. McDonald's. But they have one or two items that are bringing Wendy's. them up to the Wendy's. 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 Close. Popeyes. Ooh. Popeyes has historically been okay until they released the chicken sandwich. Until they got Drake May. 
That's the one thing that brings them up, and that's the one thing that's going to continue to bring them up. I think this is the best UNC team that we're going to see for a very long time, that we have seen for a very long time. Mm. Popeyes, you know, maybe not now, but a year or two ago, people were waiting out, people waiting in line for two hours to get a chicken sandwich. I remember that. People were waiting two hours to see Drake May throw all over the field. So therefore, UNC is Popeyes. Okay. I like that. I do. But when you throw 5,000 and get 10,000 thrown on you, it doesn't really net very well for your team. <laughs> True. <laughs> I, I, like the, uh, I like the fast food uh, talk there. That was good. Um, so just to wrap it up real quick, I say we each just give our national championship prediction, uh, and then we'll, we'll stop talking about college football because we talk about this for a while. But okay. I, I will start it off, and I'm going to say this year's championship prediction, or prediction I'm giving is Alabama winning it all. And I'm going to explain why. The only reason, the only reason why I think that is because if some people remember last year during the national championship game, Georgia was just crushing TCU. The game was over before halftime. Um, for whatever reason, they had Nick Saban on TV with some of the college football analysts, and they were talking at halftime. And they, they basically knew the game was over. And I think his name might be David Pollock, maybe? Yes, so, good yeah, dogs. Yeah. Big dog. Um, <laughs> he, he, was, uh, he was talking, and he basically said, yeah, Georgia is now the standard in college football. Like, they're the team to beat. They're mm. at the top. He was saying this right in front of Nick Saban's face. Yeah. You can just see Saban staring daggers right through him. And yeah, right, I, hope, right, I hope Nick Saban went and guzzled two oatmeal pies after that. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of with Carson right, on this one. Right as soon as I saw him saying that, I, I said to myself, you know what? The way Nick Saban is, he's going to somehow fire his team up, motivate them, and they're going to win the national championship next year just because that pisses them off. So... That's why that's, this is yeah. this dude's podcast. That's that is a heck of an observation. <laughs> and not only not only that, for you to remember that and then bring it back here on the oh, podcast. Oh, this, this dude knows what he's doing. Win, but I, I think they will. I'm with you. I'm with you. So I think we already heard Grayson's prediction there. He agrees with me. I'm sorry. Oh, no, oh, no, no absolutely not. No, 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 absolutely not. I like how you did that. I like how you did that. So we all know last year's national championship game happened on New Year's Eve, okay? It was between Georgia and Ohio State. That was the national championship, okay? Yep. The the Michigan-TCU game was literally just like, hell... TCU shouldn't have been there. Yeah, TCU shouldn't have been there, and God knows Michigan shouldn't have, because their national championship was against Ohio State. So, I think history repeats itself. But this time, it's going to be in the actual national championship game. We're going to have Ohio State versus Georgia. And... I think Utah gets in there as, as one of the four. And I'm going to say I think Florida State gets in there as one of the four. Those are my four. Florida State, Utah, Ohio State, and Georgia. Okay. okay. Ohio State and Georgia play. Ohio State beats Georgia. On a game-winning field goal, not shanked. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 bias no bias at all. comes from one of No bias. All right, let's, let's keep going around the table. So, Mitchell, you're up next. Yeah. I don't know. I mean... I'm, I, I, Zach, Zach was selling me on Georgia, and I'm, I'm thinking about it. But I'm thinking about how hard it is to win a national championship two times in a row, mm-hmm. let alone three mm-hmm. times in a row. Mm-hmm. Because every time you win a title, it becomes harder to win it again. And the main reason why it becomes harder is because it's harder to motivate the players to do what they just did again because you've already reached the pinnacle, right? Ooh. And so... That's why I feel like it's probably not going to be Georgia this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really am torn between Alabama and Ohio State. Mm-hmm. I think I'm probably going to have to go with... <laughs> 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 I 
Grayson's reaching over for a high five. Grayson's always trying to get let down. I think I'm going to go with Ohio State. And the reason why is because if I was a betting man, I'd make more money on them because I think the odds are a little better. Uh, <laughs> Not a great are the odds better than Alabama's? Um, Yeah, so Alabama's plus 600. Ohio State's plus 700. Ooh, so extra I, dollar. If I put 10 nice. bucks, I'm going to an extra 10 bucks. So I go Ohio State. And I I can see Alabama winning it too, but I... I think they haven't done it in a while. They're getting there. I think they could do it. I think Alabama has a, a tougher road to the to the uh, college football playoff. So I think I think that's a good idea by you. Okay. So, um, so right now it's August twenty second. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. Picture this. What time is it? It's uh, eight thirty two p.m. Uh, it's the national championship game. You know the lights are bright. Mm-hmm. The dogs are on one side. The Buckeyes are on the other. Yep. Mm-hmm. It is. Buckeyes win. Ah, I hate that jinx. I hate that jinx for me. I hate that jinx for me. I need you to cut that. I need you to replay. I think the ball guys win. Okay, so you have Carson Mm. back. He's only, I mean, like, yeah, he's good, but he's taking snaps in the fourth quarter. I see what you're doing here. He doesn't have the experience he needs. And it's... Three times has never happened. This is a reverse. Three times would be really good. This is messed up. This is is messed up. So, therefore, Ohio State dead. Yeah, don't doubt me up. No, no. This is messed up. This is a reverse jinx, and I I, I disavow, (laughs) and I change my pick to Georgia. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right, well, that's going to wrap up this uh, college football preview episode. We appreciate everyone listening. Uh, stay tuned for an NFL preview that we're actually about to record in a few minutes, but it'll be released uh, later, probably next week or so. Uh, but thank you, everyone who listened.